you're missing a key word. The word wrong. Hey, Bachelor Nation. This is the Bachelor for the Ages podcast, and we're talking all things Bachelor. The romance, the tears, the drama, and everything in between. So if you like it, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. All right, let's get into it. What's up, Bachelor fans? I'm Sarah. And I'm Debbie. And we're a little late on our recap this week. Very late, but we're getting it in. We're, we're getting, getting it in. in, and we're recapping. I think it's week five. Yes. It's the week before hometowns. Yes. And they're in New Orleans. They're in NOLA. Yes, we feel a little bad we're late, but it's just been a hectic week coming it's back been a from hectic a trip. Week coming back from the trip. Um, but we wanted to get it in because there's so much good stuff to talk about. So we figured we'd just, you know, take everyone through. And maybe this is like a preview for the hometown week, which is coming up tomorrow night. So mm-hmm. um, we're excited. Um, you know, the whole thing starts with the guys, you know, talking around each other, thinking ahead about hometowns. Yeah, this is a really pivotal be- week. It's one of the big ones, right, mm-hmm. Sarah? Like the, you It know, is one of the big ones. And it's it's come so soon. It is. And actually, a lot of my themes in my notes throughout throughout this whole you know watching the show was just is she really ready i mean are these relation not is she ready are these relationships ready for this next step and i've yeah. got to be honest with you if i were your parent you're coming in four weeks <laughs> in this environment and i'm looking at like so i think the hometowns could potentially be tough yeah because i think the parents are going to be like do you know my skeptical, kid skeptical do you know my son and there's it, always the skeptic parent. There, there always is. I there have a feeling is. there's going to be more than one set this yeah. time. I don't know why. I just think that. But anyway, Aaron's bragging. He's from NOLA. He can show her around. The horse and buggy pull up. The house. Cut. I was confused, though, because his bio says he lives in San Diego. He's, he's going to Houston, Houston for, for his hometowns, hometowns, but he knows he's NOLA. He's from NOLA, though. <laughs> Got it. All right. <laughs> So anyway, Joey gets in there. Um, Joey's the one-on-one. But he's already had a one-on-one. Has he had a one-on-one? Because he had the group date that he won Mm. that turned into a one-on-one. And I can't remember if he had an additional one-on-one to that. I don't know. I just, I know I feel bad for some of these guys. I mean, Tanner's complaining that he's overlooked. Tanner's completely overlooked. And I just think, I have a prediction, I think he's going to be a BIP star. Let me tell you what. I definitely see that. Yeah. Tanner is going to be the hottie on the beach in, in paradise. Yeah. And I'm going to actually look forward to watching him. Me too. He's yeah. like a good guy. Anyway, so she's very excited about Joey. Um, I'm wondering why. Here's here's a question I have for you, Sarah, just like philosophically or how you make decisions as the bachelorette. She chooses Joey and we, what we find out later, Dalton, for, 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 for one-on-ones. Because you don't really know a lot of these guys, I guess my question is, why are you choosing the guys you pretty are sure about for the one-on-one? When you have to make decisions and narrow down from what, you know, you have to go into four, I think she had seven. When you have to make those choices, why wouldn't you do the one-on-ones with ones you with some of the guys you don't know as well and save the ones you, you know are going to make it? Like, this was an I opportunity. Agree. I agree. And I think it brings me back to, you know, in previous years... They never used to give out roses on this week's, like the week before hometowns, there were no roses given out. Mm. There was just dates, and she made the decision at the end. Mm. And I think in that case, you might be more likely to give someone else a chance. 
who yeah but when there's like the pressure of like rose or home right and you have a good date but you're still not sure you need to like feel out the rest of the week I totally forgot that they do that they used to do that that mm-hmm. is the way to do this week for exactly the reasons you described yeah. Yeah, so I'm 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 kind of confused about the strategy on all of this. Me too. I was confused. Whatever the case is, what did you think of her and Joey's date? I thought it was nice. I really liked him. Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like the season's a little slow, but you know they talk about hometown. She talks about like how he might feel to be an interracial relationship, and I just think their conversations look really like they went very well I yeah think she was very pleased yeah I thought and... they were had a very natural connection I thought I think you know he seems to be like a very good communicator very yeah. loving I thought you know she did bring it up as you mentioned about the interracial relationships and he I really liked his answer I mean you know he kind of said look my family's gonna love you and then he kind of added anything we face we conquer together I mean it was just really showed I think some of the values you'd want Mm -hmm. and it was also cool about it is he made a comment I don't know if you caught this but he said he wants to have kids and so this you know this is going to be his story kind of making the indication that his children would be interracial Mm -hmm. you know right and this would be, then there'll be a huge part of him. So this is his, like, he's choosing this. Yeah. I, I don't know. I really, I thought it was, I thought was he impressive. was, I think, yeah, I thought he really stood out. And she says a level of connect that, that she feels it's a level of connection that feels inseparable. Yeah. Those are big words. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she says to, in, you know, he says to her in the, inter, in the uh, date that he's falling in love with her. And she says in her post date interview to the producer, she's falling in love with him too. Yeah. Yeah. I like yeah, him. I like him. I like him. Um, I'm a, yeah. I like Joey. I'm a Joey stan. I like yeah. her and Joey for sure. Okay, cool. I think Joey and Dalton are like my top two. Yeah. For I, sure. I think so. Definitely me too. So then we have the Sean and Tanner two-on-one, which to me is like a whole big nothing burger. I don't know. A <laughs> nothing burger. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um... I don't know. They, I, I just feel like Sean tries so hard. It's like, do less. It's annoying. And actually, what I thought was interesting is it was a different kind of two-on-one date because normally the two-on-one is reserved for, like, two people who don't get along at yes, all. Yes, yes. Now, Tanner and Sean get along, so you didn't have any of that drama on the dates. So it was really her trying to kind of figure out who who is the one, who's going to open up. So my question, like, who would, you have, who would you pick, Tanner or Sean? Obviously Tanner. I don't like Sean. I didn't like Sean either. Sean's not my vibe. Not my vibe either. Okay. Yeah, I was wondering so. if I was missing something. <laughs> no, no. I think like, Sean's missing something. All right. So I thought it was good when she get, when they get to the dinner part of the date, she really asked them to lean in. Um, and, you know, she, she goes first with Sean. And he but it's like, bottom smoochy. line is like, this is just such a waste. Like, she knows these... Aren't the two going in? I know, but she really strung them along the whole episode. I know. Episode. She could have just said, I don't feel comfortable. Maybe she was you. waiting to give a chance. No, no, no. Maybe it's like, you know, let me just give this one more, you know, chance and see what they say. Maybe. Um, she was very smoochy with Sean. I mean, just saying for your point, though, she was she was kissing him. Yeah. Tanner. Not, I to speak up a little bit. I don't know how taunt, you know, I think it was a lot of producer power in there. You know, Sean's very braggy. You weren't sure what was going to happen. Tanner looked definitely like the underdog there. 
Um, and she just makes a decision, I don't have to hand out a rose here. Yeah, but I think we can just, like, cover this now, as they end up both going home. Yeah, Like, true. I just, I don't know. We'd have to spend a lot more time yeah. on Sean and Tanner. I think the only big point of Sean and Tanner is Tanner's... I I think they're actually both going to be in BIP. I'm sure they're both on Bachelor in Paradise. I think Tanner's going to be... A stud. More the Bachelor in Paradise. Yes. And what do you think about Sean's exit? I I just want to just address for one second... His exit? When he came in and pretty much... He he was so over the top in his affection to her. And I'm like, from what, Sean? You have had no dates with her. How are you so in love? Like, this is the whole thing. Like, this is the classic challenge I have with the show. Yeah. And he was, like, all in on that. Like, I don't know. I just think sometimes it's, like, if you want, like, he thinks, it's, like, what they think they should be saying. Yeah. They think, oh, this is me being vulnerable and opening up and saying how much I care for you and then I think we can get there. But I so think that also that. shows his immaturity, that what he thinks is the right way is really no, so I far agree. off the mark. I agree. All right, so we don't we, have to go much more into them. We have Dotton's one-on-one. Dotton, what do we think? I mean, that was pretty... I was shocked, because he had a one-on-one last week, you know? I know. Why did he get a one-on-one? Again, this yeah. is my idea. Like, like I, I would understand. have been more, like, if I was... If I was Tanner or Sean, I would be like, okay, I'm definitely out. Yeah. And if I was Aaron B, I would be a little upset, because it's like... Yeah. Part of getting the first one-on-one, if you make it so far, you kind of hope you might be one of the few that gets a second I one-on-one. Know. I know. But there's something about Aaron. No, not that I th- I want Aaron to get a second one-on-one. Right, but I'm just right. saying, like, I know, in no, that I know. case. No, I know what you're saying in that case. I was just kind of going in my own head about my thoughts about him as a yeah, contestant here. Yeah, I agree. There's something Power about control. him. There's, it's that, right? He has to control every situation, maybe. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Dawson's date, I just want to talk about, you know, how that was. I mean, they did the fun run, you know, this half marathon. And I loved his answer when, you know, she said, how are you feeling about this? How are you feeling about hometowns? We meeting your family. And he's like, it's scary as hell. I have a mix of emotions here. And he, he really talks about this his fear of failure. And, um, you know, he says... His heart is saying this, but his brain is really protecting him against this this thought. Thought I don't know. I guess you know, she's saying how happy she is. She gives him the rose. I guess to like I'm think, still thinking to myself, do these people know each other? This is a common theme. Like, what are we doing here? They I don't like this abridged season. Yeah, I don't like the abridged either. Yeah. I feel like her. I feel like Dalton and Joey are pretty. I think oh, they're, yeah, they're solid set. contenders. They're solid too. It's really the third place. Is it? I know there's four coming on to hometowns, but it's I think those are definitely the top two. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then they have this last date to choose who the final two are, and it's originally gonna be the four guys before Sean implodes himself. <laughs> um, and so it ends up being There's well, always someone too that does that, that thinks they're gonna like go knock on the bachelor, bachelorette's door <laughs> after hours and like think they're gonna get what they want. I know. And then it they end up going does. home. <laughs> like what did he expect her to be like Okay, yeah, let me give you a one-on-one tomorrow instead. Yeah, right. What did he expect? And also... Like, if you made it to the next week, you're going to have one-on-ones from there on out. So I know. What I are know. you even fighting for? I know. I don't know. I just... I feel like... Yeah, so she lets him go, and it was just such a drama breakup, and I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. I mean, that whole thing, I was like, why is this a drama breakup? Um, I Anyway. I feel like I feel like it's part of the thing, though, is, like, they don't get to see what we see. So we see... That Dawn and Joey's relationship with charities are heads and shoulders above 
right sean and tanners but they don't see it and they don't know and that. they've just been getting roses so they right. probably think they're in the on running. bar this yeah. is what her relationship is with right people. good point so good point all right so Zana, i'm sure it's one of those things they're gonna walk watch back and then at the men tell all they're gonna be like oh well yeah i understand I yes understand. yes good point because we've seen that happen a zillion times mm-hmm. all right so aaron xavier and tanner are the three She's kind of figuring out who is of those three are gonna, is gonna she gonna say goodbye to. She's got two rays, roses to hand out. So first she starts off with Aaron, and he really kind of shows that protective side of him again, where he's saying this is a really tough week for me, emotionally low, um, you know, painful watching other guys get their chance, like almost coming down on her. I thought a little bit, uh, but then that conversation turns, and he ultimately does get one of the roses. What mm-hmm. do, I think Aaron is the natural third, and actually the other two guys said it on the third date. They're like, we know Aaron's the shoe in here. Tanner and Xavier had that conversation on that date, and um, so they kind of knew. And yeah. then, uh, and then she goes to Tanner, um, and they kind of talk about this <laughs> first, you know, this yeah, whole going thing. Going to Pittsburgh, it's, it's just a so first time weird, date. Like, yeah. That should never happen. Like, your first one-on-one should not be a hometown. I know. Where you're meeting the family. I would be like, get out of here. There's yeah. no way you're proposing to my daughter yeah. in a couple days. Like, the producers can't let that happen. No. They should build in another week. I don't understand. We, what was the rush? What was the rush? Well, I, I, I okay. So, I we followed a little bit along. Our, our guest podcaster, Sophie, did do some investigative work on this and reached out to uh, a podcaster who does a lot on like Bachelorette and Bachelor Analytics. I don't know if you saw that. Mm-hmm. And basically, the summary of that is it wasn't. It's really about ratings and the mm-hmm. season and the time of year in the summer and how many weeks that you know you get good ratings on a show. Like so, it really is kind of driven by that. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do really about their journey. Mm, don't love that. Anyway. Yeah, so Xavier, Xavier decides he's going to be fully transparent. Aaron gives him advice, coaches, you know, coaches Xavier to put it out there. But he, the poor, he like totally missed the mark on that. He just says that. that he's scared to commit to one person. What, Fred, what, what does that Forever. mean? You, well, I don't know what you're and saying, it's like, Xavier. It's so weird because then he kind of like backpedaled and was like, yeah. I mean, I want to be married. I want to be engaged. And I think you're great. I mean, I think you'd be it. But is it you? I don't know. And I I'm like. Xavier, there's a you're missing a key word. The word wrong. Mm. Like, is it that you're scared to commit to one person forever, or you're scared to commit to the wrong person forever? Mm. Like, I feel like that was the word he was missing because, mm. like, if someone's coming up to me and they're like, "I'm scared to commit to one person forever," I'm like, "Well, that's really a you issue that you either have to figure out if like." Right. What your life trajectory is. Are you going to be a right. 65-year-old bachelor or are you going to be a 65-year-old grandpa? Right. Like, that's something you personally need to figure out. Right. Without me. Right. But if you don't know, if you're worried about committing to the wrong person, then that's something that you figure out by continuing to date and see each other. True. So it's... Excellent distinction, Sarah. I think that's a really you. good point and a really good, good way you. to think about it. I... I, either way, I, I think and it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think, you know, she's like, oh, we had so much chemistry. And then he, like, drops this, like, whatever, his wrong choice of words. But at the end of the day, what it showed me about Xavier, which I'm disappointed about because we know I've been a huge mm-hmm. Xavier supporter since the beginning, is just some immaturity on his part and also just some not 
self-awareness on how yeah. you're framing things like I think he felt like what he was saying was a real legit honest thing but it like came off in such an immature way I, I kind of wrote in my notes I'm kind of over Xavier I just I don't think she needs to live in doubt you know she's she's the bachelorette anyway yeah. no um, I agree I'm like not I'm over Xavier yeah I'm really riding for Joey or Dalton at this point so yeah so we know what happens yep so she Decides, but she decides that she's not going to give out the rose then. She's going to wait until tonight. Right. And then she shows up at Tanner's. And I don't know. I just really felt like if they had one more week and he got a one-on-one, maybe they could be something. Like, I don't know. It just was frustrating me. But I think that's a common theme we've seen. I just... And then she gives... Xavier the Rose. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much how it ends. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're just, I'm re kind of stating the same points. I just don't, I don't see how Tanner felt he had such an in depth relationship with her. And sometimes I start, I sit, literally start to question and be like, are they jockeying for another, like a BIP or a Bachelor season? Like, you know, what is going on with them? So, I, know. I mean, I'm I, sure, I, like, I think for some of them, like for Sean, I definitely think so. Like, I think he's, saying what he thinks is the right way to say it because he he is so we can make this work like I see it like I'm falling in love with you and it's like are you I know I feel like Tanner was a had a very normal approach to it and yeah. I think it's I think it's very much like they don't know what they don't know like exactly but yeah I guess I guess my feeling at the end of the day is if tomorrow they announce next season's bachelor and it was Tanner I'd be like Okay. Mm-hmm. If tomorrow they announce next season's Bachelor is Sean. Uh-uh. No. I mean, he is, to me, not... Let me tell you why. He is just... Wouldn't, I would not want... I would not want to watch that season. No, I, I don't think they're going to do that. No. I don't think he's a crowd favorite, right? No, no. I don't think so. Okay. You think people are falling for it? I don't think so. Were you? No. Our listeners? Hopefully not. Let us know. All right, so we'll talk to you tomorrow regarding hometowns. Yeah. And, yes. So so. we'll talk to you soon. Yep. Tomorrow, like Sarah said. (laughs) Yep. Thanks for listening. Bye.